The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcasts app. You will be so glad you did. Hey friends, Heather Creekmore here. Welcome to the Compare To Who Show. Today we're going to tackle something a little tricky. Moms have an impact on their children's body image. Yikes! But today, if you're a mom, fear not. I don't want to talk about the role you have in your daughter or your son's body image. I want to talk about what has gone before us. I want to talk about how we, as people who know we've struggled in the body image arena, how do we not blame our moms or our dads or our great aunts? (laughs) But this Mother's Day, I want us to think about setting those people in our life whom perhaps we are tempted to blame for these issues we struggle with. Let's talk about how we set them free. Yes, moms play a huge role in their daughters and their sons' body image issues. But can we blame them? Should we blame them? Do we blame them? I don't know. I hope the answer for at least his first two questions is no. And maybe the answer for question three being no to, let's not blame our moms. Today, we're going to talk about how we can think about our history, think about what has influenced our body image issues without assigning blame. I hope today's episode is a really helpful one for you as you work through your own struggles. Here we go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Hello, my friend. Welcome to May (laughs) and all things graduation, Mother's Day, summer's coming. Ah, May can be a frenzy of activity. But Mother's Day in particular can be triggering for some of us because as we think about our body image issues, where we learned to diet, where we were taught to change our bodies or that our bodies weren't acceptable enough or that our bodies should be smaller or look different, a lot of that may have come from mom. And there's no Hallmark Mother's Day card for I really love you, mom. It's just a shame you gave me body image issues. <laughs> right. But today I want to talk candidly 
about how we wrestle through the reality that not everything our parents did was perfect. In fact, by and large, there are a lot of hurts and wounds that many of us carry from childhood because our parents were nowhere close to perfect. But the reality is they had no other choice. There are no perfect parents. And if you're a parent like I am, yep, we're not going to do it right either. Just start saving for the therapy now. <laughs> okay. There's, we have no chance of being perfect parents. And our parents didn't either. But when I am working with coaching clients, one of the first things that we do is we look back at the family of origin and we talk about where some of these ideas about being the right size or eating certain foods or being on a diet, where these ideas came from. And most of the time... It's, thank you, mom. (laughs) Oh, but I'm very clear when working with clients that blaming is not the answer. We do not find body image freedom when we're like, okay, it's mom's fault. Boom. End of story. Okay. It's all mom. Now I'm, I'm good. Now, no, we're adults. I think, I mean, I know I have some teen listeners, but you're on your way to adulthood. (laughs) Mom is not to be blamed. That is not the way we find freedom by just pointing the finger and saying it's her fault. While it's helpful to figure out where the messages came from and why we've internalized them so deeply, it's not helpful to assign blame. So let me back up a minute. And I want you to just stop and think about your childhood. Where did your body image issues begin? Was it at home? Was it from watching mom model disordered eating behavior? Watching mom complain about the way she looked? Was it from hearing things directly from mom? Like, you'll never get married if you stay that size. Or no boy's going to ever ask you out unless you lose weight or you're not as pretty as your sister, or why can't you just eat like she eats, or any of those things. What was said? What do you remember? Now, it might not just be mom. Sometimes dads are really vocal in this arena too. So maybe that voice that comes to your head (laughs) isn't mom's. Maybe it's dad's. So think about what those messages are. A lot of times what happens when I'm working with clients and we start to figure out what lies they hear, a lot of those lies came from things that were directly told to them by a parent. And again, most often by mom. Now, mom often means well, right? In fact, all of those people in our family and even our friend circles, that are giving us unsolicited advice about health and diet and weight management, give them the benefit of the doubt. First Corinthians 13, (laughs) right? Love believes the best, 
right? They're sharing this information because they want to help us, because they love us, because this is the only economy in which they know how to operate. The economy of getting thinner, getting smaller, getting prettier, getting hotter is what will make you a winner. I want you to be a winner. Therefore, take my advice. And friends, it is hard to break out of that economy, especially if that's the only economy we knew since childhood, right? If that's the only way we learned to trade, you know, the girl that's the prettiest gets the most attention. The girl that's the thinnest gets the most praise. I mean, we've learned that this is the economy of value. And yet it's not. It's really not. So have you thought of those, those things that were said? How do those line up with the lies you hear now? Maybe it's even mom's voice you hear sometimes or dad's voice you hear when you look in the mirror and have negative thoughts or if you weigh yourself, I don't necessarily recommend that, but if you weigh yourself, you look at the scale, maybe, maybe it's dad's voice shaming you saying, see, you're so lazy, you can't even lose any weight. Or mom saying, unless you lose weight, no one will ever love you. What are those voices you hear? That's step one. Listen to them and see if they track back to mom or to dad or see where they track back to. Maybe it's an ex-boyfriend or an ex-employer, an ex-husband. Once you figured out where they came from, then what I think is a really helpful thing to do is to write it down. It's going to feel super awkward. I'm just telling you up front, it's going to feel awful to write it down because it's hard enough to hear it in your head, but to write it down gives it an extra level of severity, like maybe writing it makes it true or something like that. It doesn't, but it's going to feel that way. So write it down and then write down who said it. So perhaps your lie is you're too lazy to ever look good. And maybe it was mom that said it. So you're going to write down, you're too lazy to ever look good. And then you're going to write down mom. And then what I want you to do, step three, is every day, and as long as you need to, I want you to read that line. And I want you to say, God, help me forgive mom for this. Lord, I release the statement that mom said about me or dad said about me, whomever. I release the statement. Help me to forgive them for this. Lord, today I trust that you are helping me forgive mom for saying that I was too lazy. Forgive mom for saying negative things about my body. God, help me forgive her. And just every single day, you are going to pray this prayer of release, really, and forgiveness. And then eventually what I hope will happen is that you will start to feel like it doesn't matter anymore. Like the clutch of that statement, that statement that has maybe even haunted you for so long will no longer have power over you. I pray that if you continue to do this, for some of you, it might be a week or two weeks. For others of you, depending on how long the hurt has been around, it may be months of praying to release this saying, this phrase, this statement back to God and to fully forgive the person who said it. 
but don't give up. And you'll know. A lot of people are like, well, how do I know? You just know because one day you read it and you're like, that doesn't bother me anymore. Huh? I'm no longer held captive to that. And that friends is really the grace of forgiveness. It's not so much about setting mom free. It's about setting yourself free from those harmful words that were said about you. I'll be right back with what to do next. Hey, hey there, friend. Are we email friends yet? Because if not, we really should be. Don't you think it's about time? <laughs> Seriously, you can head on over to comparedtohu.me and you can get my free five-day body image email challenge. What is a five-day body image email challenge? Well, for five days in a row, I'm going to send you messages just to kind of get you thinking about your body image in a completely different and hopefully helpful gospel-centered way. I want to see you find body image freedom. And the best place to start is by becoming my email friend so we can connect that way and I can encourage you right in your inbox. So go to compare2you.me, take the free five-day email challenge, and I can't wait to connect with you there. So the other question I get asked a lot is, okay, I've forgiven my mom. Do I need to tell her that I've forgiven her? Or maybe we're talking about your dad or your great aunt Sue. Do I need to have a conversation? Do I need to say, hey, mom, here's all the ways you messed me up, but I've forgiven you. (laughs) My short answer is no. No, you don't. Because a lot of times what happens when we do that, when we go to engage in that kind of conversation we really have this kind of secret desire to take the burden of our hurt and put it back on the person who hurt us. And that's not what forgiveness is, right? Think about how Jesus forgives us, right? He doesn't forgive us by saying, okay, I forgive you, but I still want you to carry around that heavy weight of the sin you committed. I want you to remember it every day. I want you to just be reminded of it. And you should just feel really bad every single day because you were just so awful. But I forgive you. No, he doesn't do that at all. And so that's why having a conversation with our moms or others who've hurt us may not be the best thing. Now, if you need to reconcile right? If you are separated in your relationship and it's a relationship that needs to be reconciled, then of course a conversation needs to happen. And perhaps as part of that conversation, you can acknowledge the forgiveness work you've done. But if that's not where you're at, then I don't think you need to go back to mom and say, hey, remember that time you told me I was lazy? (laughs) That stuck with me for 40 years. And I kind of hear your voice in my head every time I look in the mirror, get on the scale. And yeah, mom, that's really screwed me up. But don't worry, I've forgiven you for that. (laughs) Oh, friend, I know you kind of want to do that. (laughs) But don't do that. You don't need to do that to experience true forgiveness. 
So then the next question is, how do I deal with mom? Because mom doesn't get what is going on with me and the body image stuff. Like mom's still on the diet track. Mom still doesn't eat and smokes instead. Mom still thinks that thinness is next to godliness. Like mom is still deep into diet culture. And I want out. How do I deal with mom and mom's glances and mom's looks when I eat carbohydrates and all of these things? I know some of you are nodding your head like, yes, how do you know my mother? (laughs) So how do you deal? Well, friends, that's where I think boundaries come into play. And if you've never studied boundaries, you can check out the book by Henry Cloud. It's been around forever. Grab that book. But a part of our issue in our body image issues and our connections with our moms primarily is this lack of boundaries. That's what actually makes it more difficult for us to see ourselves as separate beings from our mothers, that our bodies are our own, that our bodies are our own domains to care for. And it gets so confusing, right? Because if you're a mom, you get this, you know, and if you're not a mom, you're someone's daughter or maybe son, um, and, and you can see this from the other perspective, but there is a connection between mother and child, right? And there are many years where you are responsible for the child. You are caring for the child. You are looking out for the child's best physical well-being, But what happens too often is that moms are projecting what they believe is best for their own physical well-being onto their young daughters. In fact, friends, the statistics are really disturbing, right? Moms' attitudes towards their body not only contribute to the development of negative body image, but eating disorders. Friends, if your mom dieted, there's a good chance that you had an eating disorder as a direct result of seeing that behavior and learning that behavior. So maybe you need to write that on your forgiveness list too. Like, mom, I forgive you for my eating disorder. I forgive you for teaching me how to diet. I forgive you for telling me that calories were bad, right? Whatever it may be. But all the research shows that moms and also best friends, so watch who you're friends with, <laughs> moms and best friends have the biggest influence on whether or not a girl will use risky behaviors to lose weight. Daughters whose mothers encourage them to lose weight are more likely to be dissatisfied with their bodies. But the boundaries get messy. Because mom is trying to help, I sincerely believe, trying to help her daughter or her son be healthy in the way that she believes health comes, right? Restricting calories or only eating certain foods or maybe not eating, right? Maybe it's not really about health. Maybe it's about appearance because appearance leads to acceptance and leads to love. Again, these aren't poor motivations. They're they're not bad motivations, but they're just a little misguided. But so many of us with body image issues had these weird fuzzy boundaries between mom's body and my body. (laughs) And mom had way too many opinions about your body, my body, 
And it got so confusing. Do I trust myself in what I want to eat? Can I do intuitive eating even? Like thinking about it from that perspective. Can I trust my body to tell me when I'm hungry? Or do I just listen to mom and she's going to tell me when I'm hungry and when I'm not hungry and what I should eat and what I shouldn't eat? And that's where it gets to be a big, muddy mess. So if you've never studied boundaries before, encourage you to check that out. There's also some other things that can go on there, some codependency stuff. If you've never studied that, that might be interesting to look into as well. But really, uh, Tim Keller talks about codependency as just another one of our addictions. (laughs) It's just looking to someone else to be our savior. And quite frankly, friends, a lot of times we grew up thinking mom was our savior. I know many times I've said that I was probably more worried in sinful situations about what mom would say than about what God would say. I very much had made mom my savior. And so mom's opinion mattered more than anyone else's opinion. Maybe for you it was dad. But these kind of messed up family relationships, family dynamics do play a role in our body image issues. So what do we do? Like I said, we write down the grievances, we forgive the grievances, and then how do we interact with our moms going forward? We remember the boundaries. And remember, my friend, that if you are an adult, if you're a teen listening, it's a little different for you right now. But if you are an adult, then you get to be an adult. And sometimes that feels hard (laughs) to say things like, you know what, mom? I'm 40 years old now. I'm going to decide what to have at Thanksgiving, but I appreciate your care in watching out for me. Or, you know what, dad? I'm 50 years old. If I want to have dessert, I'm going to have dessert. I appreciate the thought behind why you're warning me. I know you just want love for me and want what's best for me, but that's not how I'm trying to win love anymore. I know I'm accepted in Christ. I don't know if any of those statements feel like they would be even realistic for you to say. So come up with your own comeback because it will come, right? The comment will come. You will be put in a place where you're asked, hey, like what's going on with your body image? Why aren't you striving anymore? Why aren't you dieting if that's where you're at? Why are you so much more relaxed now? Why aren't you engaging in the conversation about the latest diet or trying to get to the next size or how good she looks, right? As you start to change in this area, hopefully your words, thoughts, actions will change too. And mom may not be on the same page. Now, hey, I suggest straight up that you give her a copy of Compared to Who and try to get her on the same page. (laughs) But I also say that a little tongue in cheek, right? Because like I've said before in other episodes, we're all on our own journey of grace and we're all on our own path. And maybe your mom or even your dad is at a place right now where they have struggled with dieting and food and body issues for so long that they're finally at the point of desperation where they're like, okay, I can't take it anymore. Sure. I'm I'm willing to try your way. I'm desperate for anything. And if they're there, you may have an opening, but if they're not, just treat them with grace and love and respect. You can stand your ground without being argumentative. You can stand your ground and hold to your principles without their beliefs and, and, and their dieting advice crushing your world. Hey, ask your mom to listen to the show. 
and just tell her you want to have a conversation, you know, pick an episode that you like and say, Hey mom, let's have a conversation about this. What do you think about this? You know, is this, are these some things that you've struggled with? Because these are things that I struggle with. Maybe use an episode of the podcast to start a conversation, to open the dialogue about these things. But again, don't go saying, Hey mom, look how you messed me up. (laughs) And also don't expect her to change any more quickly than, than any other reasonable person, right? Expect her to be on a path. Oh, one final thing. I almost forgot your list of grievances, your forgiveness list. You know what you're going to do with that? After you've prayed through it so many times that, like I said, you feel like I've really let this go. Like, I don't need to pray this anymore. Like, I'm really not struggling with this. I'm not hearing that voice anymore. You know what you're going to do with it? You're going to burn it. Okay. Now, if you are dangerous around fire, like I am, maybe burning it is not the best idea for you. (laughs) Okay. Um, But you know, like if you're a campfire kind of person, or you got the fire pit out back, uh, you know, those are great opportunities, just kind of toss that piece of paper in there. uh, Or, you know, have your husband help you if you're like me and (laughs) don't like fire. Uh, If fire is not your thing, you can rip it to shreds, you can put it through the shredder and kind of get the satisfaction of that shredding noise. But I want you to destroy it is the bottom line. Because that's how Jesus forgives us, right? He takes our sins as far as the east is to the west, which is really an infinite distance. It's not a distance. It's just infinitely far away. And when we forgive, we can do the same thing. Model after his example and forgive without remembering. So you're not going to hold on to that list. You are going to shred it or destroy it. And when I say forgive without remembering, let me clarify. That doesn't mean that you forget instantly, like, oh, I forgot that mom was said really cruel things to me, uh, you know, made really cruel comments about my body or told me I can never be good enough, like those kind of things. It doesn't mean that you forget that, but it means that you have forgiven it. And I, I heard this, I read this in a book. It was an amazing book about forgiveness, but you forgive and remember And you're not necessarily remembering the offense, but you are forgiving and remembering what Jesus ultimately did for you. And because of what he did for us, because of how he saved us in our sinful state, because of how he's forgiven us, we can forgive and remember. So I hope that's encouraging to you. I pray that this will be a turning point for you if you are holding on to things that your parents have said about your body, if those are places that you're stuck all summer long, I'm going to be doing more episodes like this that are kind of tidbits from coaching that I do. I'm going to call it Coached Up Summer. And they're going to be shorter episodes than this one, but just little helpful tips and pointers and things to do and things to think about that can help you on your body image journey, no matter where you're at. So thanks for listening to the show today. Hey, if you need more support, if you need more help, if there's things that are coming up and you're not quite sure what to do with them, sign up for coaching. You can grab an individual session this summer, or you can sign up for the next group, which will start in September. You can get on the waiting list for that. But I would love the opportunity to work with you and sort through this stuff because really that this is, this is the stuff that keeps us stuck. And that's a great joy and honor of mine to help you get unstuck 
from things like this that have kind of attached and held on and are keeping us trapped in body image issues. So thanks for listening today. I hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing and start living. (laughs) Bye-bye, my friend. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to comparetowho.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at comparetowho.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus. So ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.